the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I know this is Crosswalk Colorado Springs on 100.7 The Word. Here's your host, Bob Bender. Welcome, Colorado Springs, this Thursday afternoon to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. Welcome, Pueblo, Castle Rock. All up and down the front range, thank you for joining us this afternoon. You're going to be enriched and blessed. Our purpose here is to indeed accomplish that, enrich your life, encourage you, equip you, and even enjoy our time together. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. We did around the corner with my daughter, who is my guest for the show in a moment. I'll introduce her, so we had about 25 at her house. And, more importantly, our Christmas lights are up. We took advantage of the warm weather to get our Christmas lights up. So if you want to see some Christmas lights, some beautiful Christmas lights, come down to the old north end, drive up and down the streets, and you'll be blessed. And if you haven't gotten yours up, see, you'll be putting yours up this weekend in the cold. I put mine up two or three weeks ago in the warm weather just to get prepared. Now, the first year we were here, we made a stupid decision. We bought a north-faced house in Northgate. And so our first Christmas here, we are in our ski clothes. We're putting up the lights in our front yard in the shade with the ice still on the sidewalk and the driveway. I look across the street. No kidding. My neighbor's in his shorts putting up his Christmas lights in the sunshine. So we we stayed there about five years and said, hey, this North Face house not working. So enjoy. Get in the sun and put the lights up. It'll be a little easier. Well, praise the Lord for your joining us again. Hope you did have a great Thanksgiving. Look forward to Christmas around the corner. Well, I promised you a Devo every time we meet, and I'm going to read two or three verses out of Acts 19. It's one of the funniest stories in the whole Bible. Paul is in Ephesus casting out demons. There were some Jewish exorcists who did the same thing. They attempted to name over those who had evil spirits in the name of the Lord Jesus, I adjure you by Jesus, whom Paul preaches, come out. And seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish priest, were doing this. And an evil spirit answered and said to them, remember now, they're Jewish exorcists, casting out demons for whatever reason, probably for notoriety. But anyway, the demon answered and said to them, I know Jesus, and I know Paul, But who are you? And the man in whom was the evil spirit leaped on them and subdued both of them and overpowered them, so they fled out of that house naked and wounded. So you don't mess around with casting out demons. But my my point is, 
I recognize Jesus, and I know about Paul, but who are you? And so my question to you, dear listener, if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, are you known in hell? Are you known in hell? If your name was mentioned, would the demon say, yeah, I know Jesus, I know Paul, but I don't know about this guy or this gal. Would we be known in hell for our faith in the Lord and our work of faith and him using us known in hell for the right reason, because we are bringing the kingdom in, bringing heaven to earth. And so let's pray to that end. Well, last time we met, we were praying that we would have the hostages released from by Hamas, the Israeli hostages, most of them Israeli, and thank the Lord, 100-plus have been released to date. So we thank the Lord for that. Lord God, help us to be known in hell because we are used by you. And again, may you continue, Lord, work in that very, very difficult situation to not only minimize the civilian casualties, but find release to those hostages held in terror by Hamas. We pray evil would be subdued, good and righteousness would reign, Help us in these days and help them in the Middle East. And thanks, Lord, already for answer to prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, again, thanks for joining us. And I have as my special guest today, Jessica Thompson. Jessica, welcome. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. It's great to have you. Thanks for hosting Thanksgiving. It was good. Welcome. Had a great time, a loud time, about 25 people at your house. Mm -hmm. Wonderful time. Amen. And so... Uh, one of the problems with having a daughter in town, I don't know how uh, the auto place got got your bender name. So we, we go into the place where we bought our car, same place Thomas bought his, your husband, and mm-hmm. we walk in. They say, you're here on the wrong day. We said, what? No, you have you have an appointment on December the 2nd. Jessica Bender, right? No, no, that's the wrong <laughs> Bender. That's a problem having too many people in one town. That's right. We, people get... Us mixed up. Yes. Well, I'll tell you this, Jessica. We're going to chat a little bit before we get in. Our, our theme today is going to be leveraging your calling for kingdom impact. Is that right, Jessica? Yes, I love that. Leveraging your calling for kingdom impact. And we're going to unpack this in a moment. But but just, just let me chat a little bit with my daughter here in front of God and everybody. But uh, Stu Davis, head of Cause, Cause mm-hmm. I Love You, I think I told you the story. He, uh, We were at some event and uh, he walked up to me. I don't know why he said this. He said, Bob, I bet it was a challenge raising those three kids of yours. <laughs> of course, he knows all three of his yes, adults. Yes. Like, well, Stu, do you know something I don't know? <laughs> and this is what I said, Jessica. I said, Stu, Jessica, Zach, and Susie were the three easiest kids to raise on this planet. Hmm. I mean, y'all were easy to raise, mm-hmm. weren't you? Sure. As far as we know. <laughs> as you know. <laughs> it was a great life. And I knew we had something, Jessica, when one day I walked around the corner of the house in Austin. I don't know how old you were, 10 or something. And I saw you standing in front of a group of kids, most of them younger than you. You were standing there. I don't know if you remember this. You're standing there 
with a clipboard and a pen and a whistle around your neck. <laughs> I knew right then, I think we have a leader yeah, in the making. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I've, we, can tell, we can tell stories all night, but I do mm-hmm. want to tell this story because we've been telling some funnies the last two times we've been on the air. So we're at a Louis Giglio Passion Conference. Mm-hmm. Real quickly, this is hilarious. And it's lunchtime, and they put us uh, about a thousand to a room right mm-hmm. and and we're standing by the pa system and the little i don't know why i guess it was probably a breakout session probably was yeah. why and we had lunch in this this bob's barbecue so we happened to be just by the little stage and and the sound system of course mm-hmm. zach runs sound mm-hmm. and i said zach you remember this were you in part of this conversation oh, yeah i said zach go over there and turn that sound on let me talk to him because I'm just a nobody. I'm just a pastor from Ada, Oklahoma, you know, in Fort Worth, Texas. Was it Dallas? I've got one of those yeah, places. Anyway, funny. Zach says, oh, Dad, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I got up in front of the mic. This is You need to hear this because you need to have fun as families. I get up in front of the mic and I said, hey, I'm Bob. I made up some last name because it's Bob's Barbecue. Remember, they had Bob's Barbecue in all the little boxes. Said, this is Bob from Bob's Barbecue. You're liking your barbecue. Said, yeah, yeah. Yay. I said, look, I got a gift for you. One of you is going to win a $100 gift certificate to the bookstore because on the bottom of one of these lunchboxes is going to be a big red X, and you're going to win $100. <laughs> it's so funny. Right then, all of them held up their boxes yep. like the Hallelujah Chorus. You know, they started running for the trashes, get the boxes out. And, of course, we had it pre-planned. You you came back. You said, oh, I won, I won, because we marked your box. And you come running down. Of course, they don't know you're my daughter. Right. You know, boy, we had them going, <laughs> and we you came running up that, oh, Oh, he's so excited. Here's your $100 check. Of course, it's just a piece of paper. It didn't mm-hmm. mean anything, you know. And uh, I don't know if there's a little snafu, though. You, I introduced you. Introduced, you were married at that time. I said, what's your name? You said, Jessica Thompson. Yes. And, of course, they were none the wiser, and we really had them going. And uh, and we gave you the gift, and they all clapped and whatever. And then as you left, I said, thank you, Jessica Bender. <laughs> I don't think I don't know if they caught it right. or not, but boy, we had them going. We did. It was so fun. It is. Well, we're going to talk about leveraging your calling for kingdom impact with Jessica Thompson. When we return, we got a powerful story and we got a message for all of our hearers. All of us are in the ministry, whether we work for a secular organization or the church. We want to be used by the Lord in a great way. Will you come back in a minute, and we'll keep talking. Crosswalk, Colorado Springs, on 100.7, The Word. Welcome back to Crosswalk, Colorado Springs, this Thursday afternoon with Dr. Bob, as one of our sponsors said just a moment ago. Have some fun in your family. Have some fun in your family. The atmosphere of a family is the most important aspect of family life. I want to encourage you in that way. Well, I have Jessica Bender Thompson as my guest today. And Jessica, as I recall, early on, junior high, high school, you felt like you were called into the ministry. In fact, Mm -hmm. you have a ministry degree, don't you? I do. Youth ministry degree. Well, tell us your story. How did you wind up where you are now? Because you're... um, What's your title with Arbonne mm-hmm. International? I'm an executive national vice president with Arbonne International. It's a network marketing company. Okay. And I've been with them for 19 years. All right. Not a Christian company per se, right? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. Secular company. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us about your journey. How did you get from the place feeling called to the ministry or to be a pastor to where you are today with Arbonne International? Yeah. 
Great question. Um, I definitely, like you said, like always felt the desire to lead and to be a leader, to help empower people. Um, the, the foundation of we're better together. What can we accomplish together? And in wanting to, um, and really feeling called to the ministry, of course, um, I'm a three on the Enneagram. I immediately was like, well, what's the top of ministry? Well, senior pastor, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go all the way to the top. (laughs) And, um, I know you're so surprised. Um, and so, uh, but as as a female in that era in our uh, faith system, um, I realized pretty quickly. Oh, there's you know probably senior pastor at that time is not something that you know I could go for. And so, well, um, well let me interject at this point, yeah. Jessica, because I remember specifically you almost frustrated, almost mad mm-hmm. at God. Mm-hmm. You said something like. I wish God would have made me a man yeah. because I want to be a pastor. It, it, absolutely. Well, a crisis of faith. De- definitely. And something that I think wasn't just like real quick, oh, crisis and then averted, mm-hmm. but something that um, even in college and as a young adult, um, as a female that's strong mm-hmm. and is passionate for the Lord and for others, um, sometimes that it can feel like, oh, you know, gosh, it would be so much easier if I was a man. There would be more opportunities potentially if I was a man. And so I did. I used to believe that. I don't believe that anymore. Well, if, well I guess we can say God doesn't make a mistake. Could he we doesn't. go there? Okay, 100%. Good, good. Let's get that taken care of. Moving on. <laughs> 100%. I'm so glad for the, the story that God has used my life to write. Excellent. And then how did you get to the place then of being with with Arbonne, Mm -hmm. and you still have a passion for the Lord, obviously, still Mm -hmm. want to be used by God. How how do those two things then meld together? Yeah, so um, I decided, okay, I can't be a senior pastor, so I will marry a senior pastor. I'm Uh like, well, I'm going to have to marry a pastor then. Um, Methyl of my life, Thomas Thompson. I love you, baby. And (laughs) um, senior, he was a pastor. He was my singles pastor at first. And then um, senior pastor for most of our marriage. Mm -hmm. He transitioned out of that a a few years ago. Um, But our, my, my faith journey and my calling um, started two or three years, actually probably five years before I started my business with Arbonne, when uh-huh. Thomas and I went on a mission trip to Rwanda, Africa. Uh-huh. This was in the early 2000s. And uh, your listeners, and you might recall, in the early 1990s, there was a genocide mm-hmm. where um, almost a million people were murdered within 90 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them, children, women and children. And so we were there a decade after. So wow. it's been 10 years, and yet it felt like it had been a month. Mm. I mean, buildings in shambles, um, people walking around with limbs missing, machete scars across their mm. their faces. Uh, but And so it was this very horrific experience. My first time um, in a developing country. Again, this was, you know, 20 years ago. Rwanda's in complete different shape now. Um, but uh, a lot of... A lot of just sadness, a lot of heartbreak, a lot of poverty. And in the midst of that was a woman named Godence. Mm. And she was like this shining contentment. And at that stage of my life, I was a young mom and I didn't have a lot of contentment. I found myself complaining a lot. And um, to see her in 
probably only 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 owning the clothes on her back wow. and having this contentment. I just, I thought, man, if I could have a drop of that mm. and bottle that up, I'd be a millionaire in the U.S. Like I wanted, I fell in love with her okay. and I just was around her as much as I could be. I taught her to say, hey, girlfriend. And um, I gave her a hair pretty and um, she looked at pictures of, of my two kids at the time. And um, I just fell in love with her. I wanted, I wanted to be like her. And it was just a happenstance meeting. It wasn't a prepared deal or anything. No, yeah, she a was, little village or a big. big yeah, city so we what? were doing a um, we were doing a seminar because of the the organization we li- we were with was a Hutu and a Tutsi um, from the different tribes mm-hmm. that married each other. Okay, which was back then like no, no, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and um, but it was all about reconciliation and how um, Jesus can help us forgive. And so um, we were doing, the men were doing a training with the pastors, and then these were women from the churches that she had actually walked a day's journey wow. um, to get to a where believer. we were. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, to be there. She led worship in her church, which I thought was so cool because her name was Go Dance, which sounded like Go Dance. And I will tell you what, anytime there was worship music, she was dancing. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, what about the rest of the story with, with regard to Go Dance? Mm-hmm. So the mission trip is over. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. somehow you were reconnected or something. Yeah. Fill in the blanks there. Yeah. So, um, like I said, her contentment was was over the top amazing. And um, we had a tearful goodbye in a van in Kigali, which is the capital of Rwanda. Um, I mean, it broke my heart to say goodbye to her. Like I felt like she was my sister. She gets out of the van and walks away. Okay. So we've like, that's it. She had given me the phone number of someone in her village that, that, that was the only phone at the time. This was mm-hmm. before all the smartphone stuff. And the translator turned to me and said, do you know what happened to Godens? And I was like, no. And she said, well, during the genocide, Godens awoke in the middle of the night to armed soldiers in her home. They had murdered her husband. Mm. So she wakes up. Her husband is dead in bed next to her. Mm. They um, sexually assault her, mm. leave her to die. She obviously didn't die. Her two kids survived. She survived. And she had brought in two other kids, two other orphans, and was now living on less than 75 cents a day. Mm. I was already impressed with her contentment, with Mm. her joy Mm -hmm. in the Lord. Mm -hmm. But then to find that out, that was part of her past. I just, I mean, it, it, it wrecked my soul. Mm -hmm. I was like, I, I have to do something to Mm -hmm. help this woman. Mm Mm-hmm. So you part, and then somehow you reconnect later? Yeah. So um, we part, and on the airplane, I have this moment, and and this is my, I love the verse, Ephesians 3, 19 and 20. In fact, when I was in high school and and was like, oh, I want to be a senior pastor, but wait, if I was, I would preach the same sermon every Sunday. Well, there's something to be said for repetition. Well, there is. <laughs> uh, Ephesians three nineteen and 20, now to him, he was able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Mm -hmm. And I love that verse because I think often we love the first half, Mm -hmm. which is so true. God can do more than we can imagine. Mm -hmm. But to me, it it means that his ability to do more than we can imagine in and through our lives is in direct, direct proportion to our willingness to let his power work in us mm-hmm. to change to power that should work within you. Yes. To mm-hmm. change us to, mm-hmm. to what are the areas, whether it's lack of contentment or whatever, where, where God's spirit can really work in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was on the plane 
So now we've like said goodbye. I can't believe this is her story. She doesn't even know I know her story mm-hmm. wow. Remember, because she walked wow. away. So mm-hmm. I don't even she doesn't even know now that I know her story. And I'm on the plane and I remember putting my hands, the people next to me probably thought I was crazy, putting my hands in my lap with my palms up and just like having this conversation with God where I, I said, okay, God, if this verse is true, then would you use me? Would you use me? Wow. Wow. And when we return, we're going to hear the conclusion of this amazing story, an example of when we ask God for big things, he comes through. Amen. Praise the Lord. We'll, we'll see you in a moment as we hear the wonderful conclusion of this story, how we can leverage our calling for kingdom impact. This is Crosswalk Colorado Springs on 100.7 The Word. When your week feels like a beat Welcome back Colorado Springs to Crosswalk and thank you so much for joining us. I have as my guest Jessica Bender Thompson. And we're in the middle of a story, an amazing story. So, Jessica, how did this story end? And how did, you know, we all go on mission trips and we have meaningful experiences. And I've been on some. I can't say that I've had an experience like yours that had changed the trajectory of my life. So tell us the end of the story and how God used this to change the trajectory of your life and your ministry. And I hope that encourages, I would love to, I hope that encourages so many people um, because it is a story of God doing more than I could ever have imagined. When I was on the plane going, okay, God, if, you know, these verses are true or they aren't, here I am in all my glory, very tongue in cheek. Like, we don't have a lot of money. I have two kids that are two and under. I'm tired. Like, I don't have a lot of time. But if you could use anyone to help Godence, please use me. And initially I was like, let's move to Rwanda. My husband was like, no, we're not going to move to Rwanda. Um, And for two years, I wondered, God, did you hear that prayer? Because Mm -hmm. for two years, there was silence when it came to go. Wow, two years, a long time. It is a long time. And I even threw away the phone number. I gave up on the dream. um, And I hope that encourages people. Like even when you give up on the dream, God pursues Mm -hmm. you. And I even threw away the only phone number I had mm-hmm. of how to connect with Godin's, mm-hmm. the only phone in their village. I threw that away. And I, I wasn't angry at God. I was no, just like, okay, let's move on. Yeah, yeah this isn't going to happen. Yeah, That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, and then I, um, I I heard about this you know, network marketing company called Arbonne. And as a young mom, um, it was perfect for me mm-hmm. because you can, you know, people know about selling with network marketing companies and it was perfect for the stage of life that I was in. Everybody needs skincare. Products. Absolutely. <laughs> and nutrition. Uh, look at me up, Jessica Bender Thompson on Instagram. Um, but I, I, I saw real quickly that yes, this, this is a, a great vehicle to give you time and earnings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I, I re- got brought back to my mind so quickly, Godin's. Mm-hmm. And I realized this is a way that I could make some extra income. Mm-hmm. And even though I couldn't give it directly to her, I gave it to the organization mm-hmm. where how how I met her, mm-hmm. hoping it would trickle down some some way to mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Um, I had great success very quickly in the company, and they recognized me on stage at their global convention. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to go on stage in front of ten thousand people with her picture. Wow! And and again, not not a Christian company, but just remind people, hey, we are. We are the part of the world that's li- the 20% of the world that's living on 80% of the resources. Mm-hmm. And there's 80% of the world that needs our help. 
And what can we do? And I told the story of Godin's mm-hmm. just like I'm telling it right now. And when I got off the stage, I immediately felt so um, convicted, so impressed by God. You have to find Godin's. Mm-hmm. You just showed her picture mm-hmm. to 10,000 people on the Jumbotron and you're telling her story every day. She doesn't even know, number one, that you know her story. Mm-hmm. Number two, that it's made such an impact in your life that mm-hmm. it has changed the trajectory of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I knew, okay, I've got to find her. And so now we have four kids. Um, we're, leave, we're living in East Texas. And um, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to find her. And my, my big idea and plan was I would take the picture that I had of her, because again, this is like before smartphones. Um, and I would just get off the plane in Kigali, which is the last place I saw her, mm-hmm. Even though she lived a day's radius walk home from Kigali. So mm-hmm. she lived a day's yeah. radius walk around yeah. Kigali. Or in some direction. In some direction. Yeah. We don't yeah. even know which direction. Um, but I'll take this picture. And when I get off the plane, I'll just start asking people, mm-hmm. yeah. do you know this person? Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for, for my husband that he was like, do it. And I'll take care of the four kids for two weeks. <laughs> also, for I didn't have anyone say, that does not sound like a really yeah. smart plan. Like, yeah. are you yeah. sure? Kigali is population of what? Oh, I, it's the capital of Rwanda. Yeah, like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so to, it was just amazing to even, I, I look back, I'm like so grateful that I had just had friends who were like, yeah, go for it. So we're living in East Texas. My friend drops me off at the Dallas-Fort Worth airport. I have everything ready to go. Said goodbye to the kids, to my husband for two weeks. I have not even left the Texas soil yet. Mm-hmm. And I see the Rwandan translator in the airport who was with me in the van the last time I was with Godin's. Happenstance. You didn't know she was going to be there. No. Wow. She's Rwandan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's in the Dallas-Fort Worth airport. And I immediately, I mean, I'm like crying. Um, it was flip phone. So I'm like texting my husband mm-hmm. with the, the you know, you have to like press the number yeah, three times yeah, to get yeah. the right letter. And I'm like, this God is going to do this. Wow. He is going to do it. And sure enough, um, she remembered Godin's. Wow. She gave me um, contact information to talk to people once we got into Kigali. Mm-hmm. And a couple of days after we got there, was able to be reconnected with her. Wow. We were both in tears. She, she had, remembered you, obviously. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were bawling. In Africa. Yes, yes. <laughs> we were just, I mean, it was just this precious moment of reconnection of two hearts and souls that um, just had so much respect mm. for each other. She had a brand new baby that was also the result of a sexual assault. Mm. She shared through tears that she tried to um, kill herself when mm. she found out she was pregnant. Because imagine, you're yeah. already at such extreme poverty. Yes. And you're taking care of four kids and now you're pregnant with a fifth under those circumstances. Mm. And I was able to help her um, through my business and then um, through an organization called Tirza, um, which now they help all the godences of the world, mm-hmm. but help her one-on-one with, um, with like micro enterprise loan with business leadership, women in developing countries, they want what women all over the world want. Mm -hmm. They want their families to be good. Mm -hmm. They want their, their children to be happy. They want, um, they want 
just success and safety and survival for them. Feel productive. Yes, yes. And, and, but when you don't even have two pennies. Mm -hmm. And so this small micro enterprise loan and then this, this leadership development that we did with her Mm -hmm. changed her life completely. What, what business is she in? She does sorghum, potatoes, agriculture. Uh, and I've been able to go back. And again, this was, this was 15 years ago. I've been able to go back and take two of our kids to meet her because mm. she's famous in our house mm-hmm. and um, and see the the shack she used to live in now is the where the goats live. Mm. And she has a home that has electricity and wow. has cement walls. And um, that little baby that uh, that I met, mm-hmm. she ended up naming Jessica after Aww. me, which wow. is so amazing. It is. And she, my favorite part is that she would say, Jessica, uh, you know, in in America, you are not well known, but in Rwanda, you are famous. Wow. And it's truly God is famous mm-hmm. because he is able to do mm-hmm. immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine when we allow him to work in us. Mm-hmm. And, um, and even when we give up on the dream, yeah. when we give up on the calling, mm-hmm. he pursues us in mm-hmm. his incredible mercy and tenderness and loving kindness. And I'm so grateful to him that he allowed my life to be a part of this story, that he allowed me that 20 something year old on the plane going, uh, I'm not really much to work with, but mm-hmm. I'll, if you can use me, here I am. Amen. Good word. He mm-hmm. wants our availability uh, as well as whatever ability we have. Boy, that is a wonderful, wonderful story. Reminds me of Ephesians 4.1, walk in the manner worthy of the calling with which you've been called. We all have a calling. And you are using your profession as leverage for kingdom impact. And one doesn't seem like a very large number, but it is a great number when it's Godin's mm-hmm. and when it's my daughter or my wife or somebody close to me, because everybody is important to God, as as we all know. Powerful, powerful. So... We will return and conclude our time together. 844-500-WORD if you want to give us a call. If you have a question or comment, 844-500-WORD for myself or Jessica. Ask us a question about how we can leverage our calling for kingdom impact wherever we work. Crosswalk Colorado Springs on 100.7. The Word. Welcome back, team. Coach Bob here with my daughter, Jessica Bender-Thompson. Engaging the issue, the important issue of how God can use us no matter where we are in our life cycle and how we can leverage our influence, be it great or small, and I use that term carefully because there is no small work with God he wants to use all of us. I'm in 1 Corinthians, praying through 1 Corinthians, my quiet time I read today, where Paul says, God has not called many who are noble, many who are wise, many who are rich, but he calls common people to do uncommon works. So we've got, uh, I'm, I'm a common man, and, God, and praise the Lord, God is hard up for troops, and so he can use anybody. He just wants our availability so, uh, Jessica, what would you say 
to the women who are listening. By the way, if you want to call in and ask Jessica a question on myself, 844-500-WORD, 844-500-WORD, from anywhere around the world. We have listeners all over the United States, so give us a call. Love to chat. Uh, Jessica, what would you say to the women who are listening? And all on, uh, Some uh, of means, some not of means. What would you say to them? Yeah, I love that question because... I was that woman. I was the woman who wanted to make a difference and wanted to see change, but had no clue how I could be a part of that. And so first of all, I definitely like learning to believe in myself was important, like the like taking confidence in who God created mm-hmm. me to be mm-hmm. and the calling and the interest that he gave me. He created you as a one of a kind person. And Mm -hmm. so whatever he created you with what brings you joy is going to bring him joy because he created you to experience that and to pursue your calling and then believing even bigger in a God that can use you. Mm -hmm. And even when you give up on your dream or you give up on your calling, he he's so big and he's so powerful and he's so mysterious and he can do more than you can ever imagine. Keep taking the next right step. I think so often, especially with now kids who are young adults and they're like, well, what should I major and what am I going to do with mm-hmm. my life? We think, oh, it's, you know, God's calling is like a speedboat. Like we get in and we get, we, if we, we know which direction to go, we go straight there. And after 48 years of life that I've lived, it's to me, it's more of a sailboat. And then if you're familiar with, doing a sailboat, you tack, you tack this direction, Mm -hmm. and then you turn and you tack the other direction. And it's not a straight line. And that makes it so much more adventure. Mm -hmm. It's so much more of an adventure. It makes it so much more rich with the colors and the people and experiences that you get to experience Mm -hmm. in this one life that we have as we tack. Okay. Well, it seems like the wind's blowing this way, Mm -hmm. that God's his, his Holy spirit, his wind is blowing this way. And I'm going to go this way. I'm going to tack this way. And then you get to that point and you're like, okay, this is kind of it. Mm -hmm. I learned this. And Mm now, Oh, now it seems like the wind is, is, Mm -hmm. is blowing that way. And so I'm going to tack that direction. That's a great analogy. And with reference to the sailboat, I had one of my uh, pastoral staff members use this analogy, sometimes the wind, sometimes the sail. Mm-hmm. So you were the wind for Godin's. Godin's was the wind for you, and and she was the sail and vice versa. So I think using and maximizing that imagery, because sometimes God uses us to help others, and, help, and God uses mm-hmm. others to help us. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's a great, great word. And I think, obviously, not forgetting the fam. To start with the fam, right. obviously. Right. In, in our home, we were blessed to raise three great kids. And I think if the moms are listening, hey, start with the fam and begin there. And there's a church in your house. A couple of verses in the Bible says, First Corinthians 16, 19, the church in your house is a church in your house. And God can use you in your children's lives, mm-hmm. uh, first and foremost, and then, of course, outside in the home, in the church, and the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Be a part. I think I'd encourage folks, be a part of a church that's missional. Be a part of a church that offers opportunities mm-hmm. for you to engage our community, impact our community. Uh, a lot of people don't have two grand, three grand to go to Rwanda. But there's a mission field right around us. And I think, uh, to your point, um, God use me. God use me and watch out because he will. 
You mentioned Tirza a while ago. Mm-hmm. Jessica, talk about that. In fact, you just got back from India with Tirza, didn't you? I did. So 19 years ago, started my journey with Arban right. to help Godence and um, truly was really just excited to see that business take off. Um, but then my heart grew. You know, 19 years, I, I saw my mission for Godence come to fruition. And um, that's when I heard about Tirza, Tirza.org. Mm-hmm. And they help all the Godences of the world. So women in developing countries, again, who just mm-hmm. need some leadership development, some business skills, micro enterprise. You can check them out. I'm on the board now and have been for a decade. Mm-hmm. And we just returned from India, seeing, again, all the Godences. Women, we all have the same thing in common. Like yeah, I said, yeah. we, we want to make a difference. We want we want to see our kids mm-hmm. thrive. And um, when you're in situations of poverty and there doesn't yeah. seem like a lot of hope, it's the blessing of my life to get to to watch hope and belief get born in women's eyes. Well, I, I get the sense it's not your traditional missiology. It's empowering, equipping, not just coming there, throwing money at them or whatever, empowering them for total life change. Absolutely. Wonderful, wonderful. I think we have a caller on line one has a question for you, Jessica. Caller line one, who are you? What's your question? Hi, Dr. Bob. This is Debbie. Richard and I have been listening, and we are just so enthralled with uh, the story of Jessica's testimony. Um, I have a question about uh, two things. One, I wonder how Godin's is doing now, and was she able to protect herself from further sexual assault? And two, how how do we get involved in helping support micro business loans mm-hmm. and i didn't understand uh i've never heard of tears so if maybe you could spell that yes you bet debbie thank you for calling two questions having to do with how is godin's doing now you alluded to it we can unpack that a little bit for us jessica and then uh, the tears uh, website yes so um thank you so much debbie for calling in and for asking uh, Godence is thriving. She's flourishing. She is is married to a wonderful man. I've met him. Um, her her kids her they're going to college. Baby Jessica is now sixteen years old wow. in high school. Total life change. Total, Total life change. Complete. And what's so amazing, and I think um, what's so amazing is women. When women change, they change their world. They they truly do. And there's even a. Um, I have to look it up, but there's a, a quote from um, a secular uh, nonprofit that helps. It's like World Vision, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, the statistics of women's life changing because the first thing they're going to do is take care of their family. Mm-hmm. The first thing mm-hmm. they're going to do. And and because of that, you see generational poverty end. You see genera- generational um, spiritual poverty end mm-hmm. as these women come to know the love of God and, and Jesus and share that with their, their family. Um, Tears that. So Godin's is doing amazing now, Debbie. And I would say parenthetically that the church in Iran is run mostly by women who have found the key to life and God's using them in a great way as well. Mm -hmm. Well, tell us about tears a little bit. Yes. So um, tears, it's T I R Z A H. And uh, some of you, you said dot org dot org. Thank you. And uh, some of you Bible scholars that will ring a bell because Tirza was the first woman to um, to stand up for women in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. And she um, her 
their father had died. She had sisters and there were no uncles. And so according to the law, they would be completely destitute. Wow. And um, because she said, can we change this? Can we do that? And um, the laws were changed. Wow. Wow. Tirza.org, mission organization out of Colorado Springs, empowering women around the world. But Jessica, real quickly, 20 seconds, what's your final word to our listeners? My final word is believe in the calling that you have. You have what it takes to pursue what God has put on your heart. Believe it and move forward. Amen. May that have been encouragement to you. Thanks for joining us. See you tomorrow night, 5 o'clock. God bless you. You say, God help me. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.